0: it's another episode of metal rock and whiskey oh and happy new year
1: friends
2: happy new year indeed so for the listeners that might be new to the show we sometimes compare two albums from one artist against each other we discuss usually argue and very professionally debate the merits and in the end only one album or
3: artist reigns supreme so true matt but tonight we are coming back from our holiday hiatus and we are approaching our one year anniversary
0: yeah it's hard to believe it's been a year already incredible I can't believe it. So we have some fun things planned this whole month to celebrate our anniversary. And tonight we're going to do a little retrospective and talk about this wild ride that we have all been on.
2: Of course, before we get into that way, way, way back machine, I believe Sailor tonight is going to be doing the whiskey pairing. But first, as always, let's go around. What is everyone drinking tonight?
3: Ed? Well, I'm taking Jake's spot tonight. I've been nursing a nasty head cold. No. So I am drinking clear fluids. No,
0: oh, I poured So thing. tonight, so vodka, <laughs> I am drinking some
3: locally sourced water <laughs> from Aqua, Illinois. Bummer. Wah, so, wah, wah. That's what I'm drinking tonight. Sorry.
0: So I, guess we can,
3: I guess we I can, can let you my go. First, I think this is probably my first dry episode. It might after be. almost a year. New,
2: y- new year,
3: job. new you, man.
0: No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Make it your first and your last. Uh, All right.
0: I'm such a whiskey fan. That's the plan. Yeah. Well, Matt, I'm drinking my pairing, so you go first.
2: All right, well, I'm drinking a little late christmas present that i stumbled upon last week in the oh, store
0: fucker i know exactly what you're drinking <laughs> oh yeah <laughs>
2: boy was i beside myself when i found <sighs> this on the bottom shelf mind you with a little bit of dust on it one bottle left what? but i was i know right it's so so weird but uh, i was actually i went to a, a very large local liquor store of trying to find a gift for somebody else and I go down the bourbon aisle, and lo and behold, on the bottom shelf, there's a bottle on the bottom of blackened American whiskey mm-hmm. oh, sitting right nice. there. And, I, of course, yes. I had to buy it. So I bought it. I just opened it before we started recording, and um, it's really freaking good. Um, I'm probably, after we stop recording, I'll probably sit down a little bit more and focus and take some notes on it. But, um, you know, everything you've heard about it is true. So, I mean, lots of fruit. Great vanilla, of course. Uh, those are just my first perceptions, but when I dig into it, I'll come back with a deeper report on it.
3: Dave Perkel knows his whiskey. Oh,
2: man is a genius.
0: So you remember how I shared? I sent all of you guys a very healthy sample of my mm. Anthrax whiskey. Uh huh. <clears throat> <clears throat> yes. Throat>
2: As soon as I buy some Apothecaries, you will all get some.
0: I'm just bringing up a memory, that's all. That's all.
2: <laughs> you will all get some, I promise. All right. If I don't finish it tonight.
0: Well, then I guess I'll get into my whiskey segment.
1: Gonna get drunk, don't you have no fear? I want, want-
0: So, since we are doing our retrospective tonight, um, our beginning our celebrations of our first year, our one-year anniversary of releasing podcasts, I decided to go back and take a look at what we were all drinking on our first ever released show.
3: Oh, uh, Do any of you guys
0: remember what you were drinking?
3: Oh, man. I haven't a clue. I'm trying to remember.
0: And of course Jake is not with us tonight. Um but was it Rocky Farm? It was not. Nope. So Ed, you were drinking a bottle of Elmer T. Lee that you had been oh, holding on to. Uh, you cracked it. That was close. Bottle. Very close. I was close. And Matt, you were drinking A. D. Law's four grain from Colorado.
3: Oh, Wow, yeah. Wow, yeah.
0: And Jake, take a wild guess. <laughs> some
3: sort of four roses
0: (laughs) he was drinking a four roses (laughs) oeso store pick that was at 104 proof (laughs) and i was drinking not surprising wild turkey rare breed yeah Uh. so tonight i went back to my deserted island bourbon my wild turkey rare breed and decided that it was only fitting that i should be drinking that tonight Very nice. So, a couple of notes about Rare Breed. Um, Rare Breed was first released in 1991, and along with Booker's, it actually remains one of the longest-running barrel-proof bourbons on the market. Since then, there have been over 10 batches released. The batches were once denoted by a batch number, but more recently, only by a unique proof. Uh, Rare Breed is a blend of 6, 8, and 12-year-old bourbons. And though the blend of ages is not listed on the label, it has been confirmed by Wild Turkey that those are the years that are in that blend. And Wild Turkey uses a single mash bill for all of their bourbons and bottles Rare Breed always at barrel-proof. So um, looking at my old notes, I still concur with them. Uh, on the nose, you get a beautiful, bold, and spicy... Um, fragrance you get subtle hints of raw grains mingled with some peppery seasoned woods uh, rye spice as always is prominent along with sweet aromas and then on the palate it's a spicy pop up front and then comes the rye again the pepper and then you start to get the seasoned oak that develops into such a beautiful sweetness vanilla and caramel butter it's one of the reasons i love this so much and the finish you're left with caramelized wood and the vanilla steps forward again as the spice begins to dissipate and the sweetness lingers with subtle hints just a little bit of that rye remaining on the back of the tongue but overall to me it is just a beautifully warm smooth round but still nice and chewy and bold bourbon Um, And at its price point, you just can't beat it, and that's why I always say this is. If I had to choose only one bourbon to take with me on a deserted island, this is what I would choose. And I've also said in the past that I feel like it's the true definition of what an American whiskey is, a bourbon whiskey is. I think of of just a classic bourbon. I think this is it, in my opinion.
2: It 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 checks all the boxes for absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it's and it's absolutely. And it's one of the favorites yeah. from our oldest master distiller in the world at the moment. So,
3: are you drinking the um, latest expression, the one hundred sixteen point eight, or I, is it an earlier? I battle? am not
0: actually. Believe it or not, I still had that same bottle. Um, every once in a while, I will make notes on my bottles. I'll actually, I should take a picture of this for Instagram. I have little notes when I open bottles. Because sometimes y- you know it's going to be a special event. Like my aunt and uncle's wedding last April, if you remember, um, we shared a very special bottle of Decades. Um, uh, the first time I ever had uh, drank a PD scotch, like, you know, had the bottle myself and chose to drink it, was the Balvenie Peat Pequ- Week. I made note of the time and date and on there. Um, and so I actually put on there... Um, recording metal rock and whiskey again. So I'm assuming I might've been drinking it on another episode that we recorded, but didn't release when we were kind of trying it out. But it was, de- mm. this is definitely the same bottle. Um, there was about four drams left in there and it was oh, wow. s- one of the bottles that I took brought with me. So, um, nice. so yeah, so I'm drinking the same exact bottle. And
2: what is the proof on that one?
0: This one is, um, a hundred and four. I model, I, believe it's, I believe it's 104. So, okay. um, and another reason why I thought, not just because it's what I was drinking then, but it was apropos, apropos because I think I've been spending the last two weeks while we've been on hiatus due to the holidays, listening, going back and listening to the show for a lot of reasons. Number one, I wanted to see how far we've come. I wanted to criticize my own work. I <laughs> I tried to do it not too heavily. I wanted to appreciate you guys and all of the hard work that, and, and dedication and love and loyalty that you've put into the show. I wanted to kind of go back and appreciate that this thing was bouncing around in my head for a while and I actually made it happen. And that's kind of a cool thing. Um, And I wanted to look at the places where we can improve ourselves, what I feel works best. And in doing that, I couldn't help but kind of laugh and go, yeah, we're a rare breed. Like, (laughs) the four of us are a strange combination. Yeah. But I it works so well. So I think it is very fitting that Rare Breed is the whiskey of the night. Because we are definitely in this show. Some of the shit that's gone on on this show. That's awesome. Great. We are Rare Breed. And that is my whiskey pairing. <laughs> I
2: don't know. You were scaring me. That almost sounded like a yearly job review at the beginning there. Like I was <laughs> listening to your guys' performance and critiquing and all
0: that stuff. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I wasn't critiquing your performance, you guys. <laughs> I was critiquing my own performance because I feel like I've, nothing is ever good enough because that's just yeah. how overachievers are. Um, but sure. I, I, I can say, and I, I mean, I don't want to get too much into this now, but I'll talk about it a little bit more later. But, um, so let's, let's get into the retrospective. We might as well. Good segue, right?
3: Yep. All righty.
0: Okay, so I have put together. Since I normally put together timelines for our shows, I did one on us.
2: <laughs> Hell, this <laughs> should be kind of so good! Kind of I can't one. wait. Wow.
0: <laughs> so I had to do. I had to do a little bit of digging <laughs> to actually get time and dates down, but. Um, i'm gonna I'm gonna continue throughout the month with this timeline and research some more uh, time and dates of things and I'm gonna keep this and so every time we celebrate an anniversary, we'll eventually have like a really a really great cohesive timeline from day one. Awesome. So uh it was September eighth of two thousand and seventeen that I made an Instagram post. It was a photo of Metallica's Ride the Lightning cover, and it sparked uh-huh. the conversation that sparked this podcast. And here I remember
3: that well here is how it yep. began.
0: So I posted it and said, and quote, "Ride the Lightning is the best soundtrack for bourbon shopping." I happened to be in the car. On my way to my local store where I would help this guy with store picks, I would send people from my tastings that were that was literally around the corner to his store. And so he made me a very VIP guest. So I was always very excited when it was shopping time at this liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the first response was from you, Matt. Wow. And you said, hell first. yeah. First. First one. Yep. First. Yeah. Yep. And you said, hell yeah, all-time favorite band. And I responded with, it's tough for me to say that Ride is their best album over Master of Puppets. And then Ed commented. <laughs> and Number then, two. And then Jake commented. There was a um, – Burn Key commented before that. And then I believe it was Jake. And then many others, mostly from my whiskey community that was on Instagram. And a light bulb went off in my head. Aha. I kept, I I had been on a series of podcasts before we started. Some of our listeners know this. Some don't. Um, I was featured on the ABV network as their resident mixologist. I was a mixologist on the Drinking Darlings. And I had so often wanted to talk about whiskey and music and cocktails and music and, um, It just the light went off in my head. Ding. This is it. We argue about which album's better. And it's all my whiskey friends. So this is what we're going to do. So I contacted the guys, uh, several guys after. I said, here's my idea. Do you want to be a part of this? And damn, was I lucky that we worked. Because we could have one of you guys could have sucked at it or been super awkward, or maybe we didn't really like each other in the end or, and it it hasn't been an easy ride. We have had a lot of controversy, um, behind the scenes, uh, you know, it's it's just what yeah, happens especially when you, at the beginning. Yeah, when you bring people together from different walks of life and different places, and sometimes we still have arguments and disagreements on um, things about politics or or religion, whether to bring them up or not, because we don't all agree on those subjects. But mm-hmm. that's what I like. I like that we don't all agree. I think it's one of the things that makes it interesting, and we all learn from each other because we don't agree. Mm-hmm. So, on October 16th, we attempted our first recording ever. I found the date. <laughs> I, oh was, I was never sure if I could find the date of our first actual <laughs> recording attempt. Oh. A day that
2: will live in infamy. <laughs>
0: infamy. infamy. <laughs> the subject was Metallica. We attempted to discuss Metallica, and we <laughs> all got completely shit-faced. All of us.
3: Oh, um, and speaking of Metallica... You know, they called um, Dave Pickerel their fifth member. We also kind of had our own fifth member that. We did. Recorded. We did for a short time, yes. We
0: had We had none other than Lil Dab. Chrissy Martin was on the show that night, yeah. and she's never been back. <laughs> no, she's been really busy with her own show, but. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, having guests off the bat turned out to not be a smart thing. Um but you know, we I the next morning I woke up and I'm like, I don't even remember the second half of the conversation. <laughs> this can't be good. Nope. Um so we attempted several more recordings throughout October and November, and it took a while for us to get it right. Now, I have listened to other podcasts um that I really liked whether I picked up an episode and went back and started listening to them from one or I started with one. And a lot of people do it that way. They start off raw and they're like, fuck it, we're new at this. It's what it is. It's real. I didn't want to do it that way. Um, <laughs> just <laughs> I wanted to be coherent. when I, <laughs> I wanted to, you know, kind of feel like we somewhat had our shit together. Um, Good plan. And and thank God, um, Ed was gracious enough to agree to be our editor, which is a wonderful thing for us. Maybe not him so much all the time. <laughs> and, um, uh, Matt and Jake decided to take over the news, which I appreciate. Um, and we all kind of have fallen into our roles, um, so it took a while for, for all of that to happen and for everybody to get comfortable and to kind of figure out how we were going to do this. So finally, we spent pretty much all of January of 2018 um, recording our five-part Metallica series, which was the subject, like I said, that started it all. On mm-hmm. Monday, December 4th of 2017, though, we recorded our first, I call it, organized episode which became the first episode, number one, that aired on January 12th of 2018. So that is technically our one-year anniversary, although I kind of feel like October 16th is our one-year anniversary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So um, in the middle of all of that, I moved back to the Boston area from Cincinnati, only to move to Spokane, Washington six months later. Matt moved from New Jersey to Florida. I trekked across the country and back twice and only missed a few episodes. Not so bad. Mm. Um, Since our first show, we've had Jake over sausage and peppers. We fought fire with fire and had a vulgar display of podcasting. And I think I've dropped more F-bombs than I care to count. (sighs) But 50 episodes later, we're still here, now with actually thousands of listeners from around the world, and we've met so many amazing people um, who were guests um, or are listeners, and we've even spawned a second show called Pretty Good for a Girl throughout this past year we've all dealt with tragedies big life changes and behind the scenes as people we've become friends and kind of a family um supporting each other and going through tough times and also happiness and joys with each other and I'm really grateful for that
3: yeah you know it, it's kind of funny you bring up the I, hopefully I can say this so I could get t- getting too emotional I know. but um <laughs> uh, the whole family thing you know because when stuff goes down in my own personal life other than, you know, immediate family, it's you guys are like the first ones to think of. I got to, I got to talk to us. I got to tell these guys what's going on, you know. So that, that says a lot right there. You know, I never thought it would end up being like this, but yeah, yeah it's been amazing. An amazing year.
0: Yeah. It's the same. I've, yeah. I've told you guys first before other people about certain things and, you know, been like, oh wow, they've. you know, I was like, I got to tell the guys first.
2: (laughs) And what's, what's so, what's, what's so amazing too, is that in a time where social media has such a negative stigma attached to it, is that Uh we are a story out of social media. That is really the crux of what social media is really about getting together about common interests and doing something. And, uh, I'm damn proud of it. So
0: I am too. You know, I've always said that about social media. I have, a lot of people in my life that complain and bitch and moan about Facebook and Instagram and, you know, it's, I know it's a very, it's the thing right now to hate everything and everything's uncool and that makes you cool. You know, just fuck all that. For me, I have lived around the world and, um, literally, and, um, I've been separated from my family, you know, one half of the country to the other. And, um, it, f- you know, social media has always been for me a way to keep in touch with everybody with the important people in my life, you know, friends who, you know, get married and give birth to children. I get to be a part of that through social media. I mean, I want to see their baby pictures because I care about them. You know, if I don't, I don't look, I don't understand what the big fucking deal is. But I have always seemed to I just think it's you use it, you make it what you want it to be. And I've always seemed to make social media a positive place. And I was very lucky to jump on Instagram pretty early and find my community of people of the things I'm interested in. And the whiskey community is a very big force especially on Instagram. Oh,
2: yeah. And and tight-knit, tight-knit as well. Very
0: tight-knit. And a lot of these people, we've become very close. We've, you know, I was just recently um, messaging with someone on Instagram that I've never met on person, but we're going through similar things with our mothers who are ill. And um, it's heartbreaking, but we're kind of there for each other. And um, I think it's a beautiful thing. I think it's a really cool thing. And I I love that... um, you know, you can find friends and family in places that you never thought to look.
3: Yeah, I know it's... I've experienced that as well. You know, it's crazy. It's, I don't know if it's specific to the bourbon community, but I feel like it is so tight-knit, especially on Instagram. Because, I mean, there's been instances where there'll be some random person get on and start criticizing someone, and boy, they feel the wrath of the community.
0: Oh, instantly. oh yeah. Instantly. <laughs> yes, it's a very... yeah. Like yes. vultures
3: to a carcass. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes. It's like, you can't get away with that. Yeah. Yes. Messing with our brothers and sisters. Oh, and, yeah. and, uh, it, and it happens. It's happened, unfortunately, yes. but...
0: Well, and it's, you know, that's in a lot of communities and bullying um is yep. it, it, bullying exists unfortunately and it's something to yep. n- that that you no one should ever tolerate and everybody should speak up against it. And I'm very proud of our Whiskey community on Instagram that we all jump to each other's defense and care for each other when that happens. And um, you know, with Scotch Trooper who was a guest on our show, which we'll go into that a little bit later. You know, he went through something, and and wow, was did did we see the force of the whiskey community there? My God, uh-huh. that was an excellent example of how we came and force to protect one of our own. Yes, I want to get into discussing um, some of our past shows and our favorite guests.
2: So, this part of the discussion, we're going to kick it off with. Uh, we've had some. Uh, we've been lucky to be graced with some pretty cool guests throughout our first year uh, of recording. Um, you know, it runs the gambit from the whiskey side to the uh, music side. And uh, we're just going to talk about some of our favorite guests that came along the way this past year.
0: And our favorite shows, too. Um, so yeah. my favorite guest, of course... <laughs> matt you know what i'm gonna say (laughs) Um, yes i mean i having um brett who is scotch trooper on the show was so awesome and he's he's a super cool guy um we we, i mean that was super cool but for me it was my my big man crush single malt mark (laughs) aka mark thompson (laughs) Thompson. who is an ambassador for glenfiddich um he was on our Queens of the Stone Age um, episode, and uh, there was a lot of really funny stuff behind the scenes that happened. So
3: <laughs> I'm so bummed I had to miss that. Oh recording. god, so yeah, it was okay. so good.
0: Welcome, Mr. Mark Thompson, to the show, a.k.a. Single Malt Mark, if you are an Instagrammer. He is a brand ambassador for Glenfiddich Whiskey and an overall dashing fellow. Hello, Mark. (laughs) Hey,
1: Mark. Hey, both of you. Well, how
2: do I start, sailor? I mean, your Scottish accent sucks.
1: (laughs) <laughs> and I, as soon as I find how to block you on Instagram, I've been trying for ages. It's just
0: so what the listeners don't may not realize is that he was in Scotland at the time, um, and he lives in the UK. Um, but he he was like, well, the only day I can do it is this day. He's like, and I'm going to be driving to the distillery. So he actually podcasted from the historic distillery, William yeah. Grant fucking distillery, like it was ridiculous. And
2: I think he had um, just gotten off a plane too, wasn't he coming? No, he from drove somewhere? there.
0: He drove. He drove. No, but there. I'm
2: saying, didn't he fly in from somewhere? Doing I think something? the night
0: before. The yeah, night before. He's, yeah, he's always all over the. world. He's place. all over the world. Yeah, all over the world. So, um, uh, so the time difference. So I'm on the I'm on Pacific time, U.S. Pacific time. Matt is on East Coast time. Ed is on Central Time. Jake is on is Jake East Coast Time this. as well. So it was, and then Mark is on GMT. So I'm like, how the fu- what time of day are we going to do this? But we all decided whenever he can do it. I was like, let's... If it's two o'clock in the morning, we're doing it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he gave us a time, and I was like, "Yep, fine, sure, no problem." And I'm thinking, "Okay, that's gonna be... Wait, what time did you do it, Matt?
2: It was ended up being like nine a.m. your time because it was noon by me. Okay, May. yeah. So I was yeah. like,
0: "Okay, noon. Noon's not so bad. I can do noon, no problem." Thinking I'm still on East Coast, East Coast time because time, yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I planned this whole shit that I'm gonna be ready for it. So I set my alarm, and I, I left myself I, – I am a cruncher, so I always leave myself a bit of work to do at the last minute because it's kind of how I get my – like, get pumped up for something. So I wake up at 2 – no, 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 I wake up at 4 in the morning, and I went, oh, my God, I'm three hours behind. It just <laughs> hit me. And I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. I would have literally woken up after we were supposed to start recording. <laughs> so I set my alarm early. I get up at seven in the morning, my time. And for those of you that don't know me, I have been working nights for so many years in my industry. Don't, don't ever try to wake me up before 10 a.m. I will murder you. So for me to get up this early was like, holy shit. So, uh, so we get up at the crack of dawn and, um, i was so nervous thinking i hope the sound quality isn't bad you know are we gonna have interruptions you know what is this going to be like is he going to be boring because we never know we know these people from social media what if they're not great at speaking of course he was amazing at speaking oh yeah he's an orator it's what he does he was fucking hilarious he broke my balls the whole episode which was hilarious um I laughed so hard in that episode. It was, that's definitely one of my favorites. And he's my standout favorite guest.
3: Very cool. Very cool.
0: What about you guys?
3: Matt?
2: We- oh.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, threw it, I threw it to you. You threw it to me.
0: My children um, are unprepared.
2: No, I'm prepared. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, for me, I guess they were, they're all amazing. So no disrespect to anyone that I don't mention, but um yeah, I would say my first would have to be Jim Florentine. Only because that is as close as I'm going to get to
1: that
2: I, mean, I mean the yeah, exactly. I mean the man <laughs> had his own show, uh was on MTV, VH1, and interviewed a lot of the guys and a lot of the bands that we talked about on this show.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And he interviewed Lars, talked about Napster. We had an episode about Napster with Jim Florentine. He's got a great following. Uh, He's been in movies. He's been in major motion pictures. So it was cool to actually have someone give us that time who has met these people and interviewed them and countless people. So that was a really cool experience and a little intimidating, I'll admit. I mean, you know. You know, who are we? Yeah. You know, you know. I mean, at the end of the we're day, not right? Worthy. We're not worthy who exactly. Are, yeah, but yeah, who exactly, is he? Exactly. I mean I feel
0: like we're all whatever, we're all just people.
2: I know. And well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure end, knowing yeah. him well, not knowing yeah. him, but you know, actually having talked to him, I'm sure he thinks Probably. like, he well, who so am I? Yeah, like who am yeah, I? He right? is so yeah.
0: humble, such a nice so guy. Right.
2: He is so down to earth and such oh, a regular yeah. guy. It's such like, a great guy. Yeah. So that was um that was definitely a highlight, and I would say Second would be having Sasha and Chris on was pretty cool. Way, way, way yes. long ago when we talked about Van Halen, which was I think was episode five or episode six. And early days. You know. And yep. you know, for newer listeners, they are the when particles collide, they're the ones that sing the song you hear at the beginning of the show and at the end of the show. And just I respect them so much because of what they've done and what they're doing currently. And I think we've all had that small fantasy of just being metal fans being rock fans being music fans in general just dropping your your everyday life and just going out on the road and just doing what you love and performing music and just not giving a fuck and to talk to those guys and hear their experiences and going to see them live we had an opportunity to see them live and talk to them and get them you know before and after the show watch the show front row it was such a fucking cool experience and we should really have them on again. It's been a long time.
0: I'm so glad that you <laughs> yeah. got to see them live, honestly. And Ed, you should keep keep watch for them because they also need they always need some support, a place to stay, or yeah. you know whatever. Um,
2: we so. are actually going to see them again on the 16th because they're going to be in Delray Beach, which Yay. is about 20 minutes north of us. So oh, we, yeah, we will be right seeing there them in again. Florida yeah, right now. so we'll yeah. be seeing them again.
0: Awesome, Sweet. good. I'm so but glad.
2: that was also a highlight. Great. Great people. Go see them if they're near you. They're wonderful
0: people. If you don't know their story, they're husband and wife, um, and they are both musicians, very talented musicians. um, And uh, they left their lives. Uh, Sasha was a um, high school chemistry teacher and decided to hit the road and try to make a go of being a full-time band. um, To be married and to live be be trapped in a van with your spouse um and, and for that often just the two of them it's just it's a two man band so you guys know there there's no other musicians that travel with them um it's something else and they do everything themselves they they book mm-hmm. themselves they do their marketing I mean create their tour they do everything themselves and they are just they are smart they are funny they are humble they are beautiful um they're just they're amazing so yeah, of course, I mean Sasha is a dear friend of mine and Chris, so they are always gonna be favorites of mine as yeah. well. How about you, Ed. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I Jim Florentine was a real treat uh to interview. I mean, this guy, you know, Matt went over his resume pretty much. It's um, was amazing to talk to someone like that. Um and you know, that was awesome. He gave us the time. Super cool guy um look up his podcast if you haven't already really yeah yeah. sarcastic yeah very yeah yeah, he just tells it like it is yeah um (laughs) pretty much
1: (laughs) indeed he does yeah
3: so that was a lot of fun um and of course sasha and chris are great but i'd put my probably my favorite i'd have to say scotch trooper brett um such a cool guy um get to know and just the fact that You know, him and I have so much in common. We're both Star Wars nerds from when we were little kids. I grew up, you know, huge Star Wars fan. I'm always nerding out about the Star Wars stuff. Same with him. Um he's really into photography I know I've always had a really interest in photography and even done quite a bit myself in the past not so much recently but I can appreciate the work he does with all his toy photography and the the bottle whiskey bottles and everything else very talented guy um, and you know so he and I I mean we still kind of keep in touch we still you know we'll comment on each other's instagram posts and stuff or stories every once in a while i see he'll put some like he's wearing a cool new t-shirt and i'll say something about it he's like oh yeah this is you know it's one of my favorite new shirts or whatever but so yeah just a super cool guy um glad we had him on our show and he's another guy i would love to have have back absolutely again in the future
0: i know that um we we talked about this with Jake um, before the show, and he also said that he would choose um, that not only uh, Brett but that episode as his favorite. Um, we discussed Tool, and um, mm-hmm. we we always ask our guests what they want to cover. So um, with uh, with Jim Florentine, we had kind of hoped he would want to do that but we said you know any subject you want to do is fine and he was like no whatever you guys want to do which was cool um but brett chose tool and Tool's also one of jake's favorite bands so um jake was really nerding out that night and had a really great time so he said that he would choose um, brett and that episode as his favorite
1: but what my family did love was mel brooks movies and my yes. favorite movie, Spaceballs, as a kid was Spaceballs. Made a yes! Schwartz, made a Schwartz be with had, you. Yep, I had seen Spaceballs a hundred times before I ever even knew there was that it was like a spoof of an action. <laughs> what? Are you movie. That's no, I'm, I'm with you.
2: We're the same age. What? Pretty yeah. much, we're the same age. And I, I'm with How you, did I not 100%. know this
0: about you guys? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> was Pizza the Hut. I saw, a spa- oh I God, saw, saw space. Balls I saw Spaceballs before I saw Star Wars. <laughs> All
2: uh-huh. the
3: jokes are like lost on
2: you. I know movies.
0: totally, totally. Yes. Yeah.
1: No. So I, I was like, I this is watched... a really
2: cool original movie. <laughs>
1: yeah. I had watched Spaceballs a hundred <laughs> times, and then it wasn't until I was a teenager amazing. that that probably not probably just maybe like a couple of years before uh, episodes one, two, and three came out. I think it was probably the hype of those you know people finding out that they were going to do the prequels that it came to my attention. Like, you know what? I never actually saw any of the Star Wars movies. (laughs) How did you laugh at
0: Spaceballs? I don't get it.
1: Because it's It's, freaking brilliant. It's still hilarious. hilarious It stands stands on its own. But now when I watch it, after watching all the star wars movies a hundred times now and yeah it's that uh, much funnier
0: um and i was just kind of as i was preparing for this i decided to look through because you know to be honest we forget sometimes i know i forget so we have a schedule and matt is our schedule keeper so that we remember what the fuck we're doing um half the time uh what you know, subjects we want to cover, what we have scheduled. Um, And so I'm just looking, (laughs) just looking through it. I have, I don't know why I haven't done this in a really long time, but go (laughs) back to number one and kind of look at it all. Um, And here's a few of my memories. So episode three, we covered Aerosmith. That was the big tenant show. Um, And I remember at one point being, saying, that's it, huh? Are we boring? Like, this is it?
2: Yeah, yeah, I remember that.
0: And I, it's funny because when I went back and started listening to all the shows, I think that's when we hit our stride. And I think that's what I was noticing, that we weren't, you know, that, that we had a groove. We were in our groove. We kind of got the format down and it really just kind of gelled. Um, and also, I think it's funny that we chose to cover Aerosmith because neither none of us are Aerosmith fans. So, uh, looking back, I'm like, "What the fuck? Why? Why the fuck did we do that? We don't even like Aerosmith." What I find
2: <laughs> funny about that is that I know the ACDC episode, which was episode two, I think.
0: Yep. Yep. Was Very like indeed, two. Cheap.
2: Was like two hours plus, and then <laughs> yeah. like, so, so, so then within one week we get boring, like it's
0: Aerosmith. <laughs> well, no, the Big Tenon show is an hour and 14 minutes, so it's not, uh, uh, you know, that yeah. well, we had. We used to combine the news with it, but um, that's true. Then some of okay. Some of my favorite shows ever. The Slayer shows. Yes.
2: Um. (laughs) That is mine, my number one, too.
0: So episode four and five, what happens when Sailor and Matt introduce Slayer to Jake and Ed? (laughs) Some of Jake's comments are fucking hysterical. You guys, you've got to go back and listen to it. Some of the shit that he says about what they sound like, I was crying laughing i had forgotten oh my god so (laughs) fucking funny um uh
1: the clearest moment i had while listening to the entire playlist was uh listening to clinically insane is that the name of the song clinically insane off of uh rain and blood right uh criminally insane yeah, yeah cause, because at that moment, I realized that they finally named a song for their target market.
0: They were unconvinced, by the way. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, so then seven, episode seven, eight, nine, um, and 10 and 11 um, were our Metallica series. There's a lot of really funny shit that happened in all of those shows. Um it got big time critical acclaim, even outside of the medical medical. What? <laughs> <laughs> I <needed your>
1: <laughs> this is gonna be a good one, folks. <laughs> keep That's going.
0: Good for the body and soul. <laughs> this album was released to critical acclaim, even outside of the metal. <laughs> 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 All
1: right,
2: right. This is so good.
0: This album was released. Stop laughing. laughing.
1: Do we need to all go just audio for a second?
0: It's like dying over there. I can't. I'm sorry. Oh, (laughs) Oh, Oh,
1: Oh man. <laughs> it's the Curse of Metallica. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's your episode <laughs> title right there, Curse of Metallica. <laughs> yeah, remember.
0: That. Okay. Yeah. Okay, ready. Silence. Sadly, though, there is a dark side to this album. During the album's promotional tour in Sweden, Cliff Burton was killed in a bus bus accident. That I had That. <laughs> A buck's axe. <laughs> <laughs> he was killed with during- a buck. a <laughs>
2: oh, With
0: that,
2: with that buck's axe. <laughs> he was killed with a buck's axe.
1: Ah. <laughs> oh, oh.
2: Here in
3: Sweden, we use the box (laughs) axe to chop the trees down. (laughs) This is going to be a long (laughs) night.
0: Have you been listening to any any puppets? Any what? (laughs) Been
1: drinking larceny and listening to (laughs) puppets? We have lost Sailor. Maybe with a a buckaxe? <laughs> that's what happens when you drink larceny you just kill puplets with buck axes
0: <laughs> oh shit alright continue
3: so we want to just give a huge thanks to all of our listeners out there <laughs> just happened? <laughs> Who's playing music on their phone? What the? <laughs> all right. Sounds. <clears throat> all right, and I, we just want to give a huge thanks to all of our listeners out there, and ask you to please join us next week for part three of our Metallica series. Or Part four of our Metallica <laughs> series. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> i
1: actually spit
0: i got very angry several times um i dropped an epic poem I must say, like, people, the funny, I still have people, yeah, yeah, people still, I'm gonna repost that, because people still will message me on Instagram and tell me how they love that poem. I guess they're, like, either new or they go back and listen, and I'm like, hey, thanks, I worked really hard on, on that, um, I have a poem first, actually. Oh, because my
1: God. I can't wait. Oh, a poem. <laughs> wow. It is Very. Valentine's F- Day. Fancy schmancy. Oh, that is
0: yeah, true. Yeah, So I true. don't personally celebrate Valentine's Day because I think it's a bunch of bullshit. But uh, nonetheless, I wrote a lovely poem for our listeners that do celebrate.
3: Hey, Hallmark employees deserve to eat just like everybody else. Mm.
0: (laughs) There's birthdays. There's Christmas. Whatever. Um, Okay, so here it goes. It's, It's kind of a masterpiece, so brace yourselves, everyone. An ode to Metallica. Oh, Metallica, you thrashed my soul with your motor breath and metal militia. Many times did you give me whiplash. Before you, I felt trapped under the ice. Then... Together we rode the lightning, hand in hand on fucking black unicorns. Never would you be a disposable hero to me, I thought, even when it seemed all Lars could do was seek and destroy a rhythm. (laughs) Oh, yeah. For many years, you would be the one for me. But then I felt a creeping death. The black album was the thing that should not be. You pushed me to the frayed ends of sanity. My heart began to bleed. And when asked for whom the bell tolls, I became the harvester of sorrow as you began to suck. So I have no remorse, my dear Metallica, when I say, fuck you, Lars. But the thing that cracked me up as I was scrolling through the feed was episode 11. (laughs) We titled it Hero of the Day. not not lars (laughs) Lars. (laughs) oh god um that that cracked me up and then the bonus episode was sailor and lars it's
1: complicated
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's episode 12 definitely go back or no it's in between 11 (sighs) and 12 it's called a bonus episode um and then let's see so a couple so the first show you guys did without me was hysterical too um so that's episode 16 when sailor is away the boys will play that's when we started the trend of speculating where people are when they're not on the show um yeah and then um oh my god the dancing episode (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) yeah Oh man, I can't even, I can't, I can't listen to it. I tried listening to it and I can't do it.
1: Welcome back. It's the Metal Rock and Whiskey Podcast. And once again, Sailor has left us gents unsupervised and to our own devices. Didn't we F that up and
2: then we had to re-record it? Am I mistaken on that? Or am I thinking of something
0: else? No, no, Ed had to cut out a bunch of it. (laughs) Oh. Oh. So I was. Don't you remember? I was. I ha I had. I had had a tasting in Boston and had to make it back to Salem in time to record. Oh.
3: And I. Yeah, I, I
0: had like episode. three. I had like. I think it was like I had three tastings back to back. I was working for Koval at the time, <laughs> and I hadn't eaten anything all day.
2: Yeah, and
0: yeah. I. I was. Like, I grabbed a bag of chips at some point. I'm like I'm just gonna like grab these chips, and then as soon as I get home, I'll eat something really quick while we're starting recording, because I literally like, ran into the house and had two seconds to like hook everything up and start recording, and I started hitting my... I think I was drinking scotch that night. I started hitting that bottle of scotch, and I got plastered by accident. <laughs> I did not eat enough food. Oh, it was bad. It was really bad.
3: Yeah, there was a lot of material that didn't make it into that episode. <laughs> Thank
0: God. Thank <laughs> God. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, a couple other ones. Motorhead Forever is... I I love... those. It. It's a two-part series we did. Um, episodes 31 and 32. I loved those shows. Um, those are really, really good shows. My favorite. But one of my big all-time favorites, uh, which is one of the reasons... I think I've talked about this a few times... Why I love doing this podcast is it has brought me back to some certain artists and music that I haven't listened to in so long or forgot about. I mean, these days you have access to literally every, like, I have a paid Spotify account. Any music almost that's ever been made, you know, an an insane Mm -hmm. amount. And you're just overloaded with music. And so, um, episode 33, YYZ, MRW, we covered Rush. And, um, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of atmosphere to that episode for many reasons. Um, but I absolutely love that episode. It brought me back to my love for Rush and reintroduced me to the band. And, um, I really, really love, love that, um,
3: well, as for myself, you know, I was never really a Rush fan. I mean, I would listen to the Rush, Rush when it came on the radio, mm-hmm. but that episode turned me into a Rush fan. Now I will go and I will regularly purposely put on Rush and listen to it, and I have it with a brand new ear, and it's it's amazing.
0: It's funny because I, I've also had a band where I fell out of love with them because of the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that would be Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um which is was, up
2: there with the Metallica episodes, you it, know. As it, it, far as disconnect. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we it was it was rough. What was that, three episodes did we do? Two or three episodes? Um I had a really difficult time with um doing the Zeppelin episode. Uh you know, I I grew up listening to Zeppelin because my parents listened to Zeppelin and like many people, especially of that time, you know, I cut my teeth on them and and then just kind of moved away from it. It Once I got into real metal, it became a little too folksy for me. Um, not that I don't respect Led Zeppelin for what it is, but we do a lot of research um, in preparing for these episodes so that we can have an interesting discussion and an intelligent discussion Um you know, some of the bands I know back to front already, I do extra research, and it's like, "Oh, huh, I never knew that, which is really cool. Sometimes you find out things you don't want to know about these musicians and these bands. and um that definitely happened in the Zeppelin mm. episodes. And Jake and I really went at it head to head. and I
2: think I know. think maybe the most apropos title of one of our shows, I think it was titled "When the Levy Breaks." Yes, and the levy definitely broke.
0: Oh, it did. Uh, at least
2: part one. Yes,
0: it did. So the thing that sucks is that so many people were contacting me and like, hell yeah, you gave it to him. Blah blah blah. I'm like, well, first of all, you know, Jake is one of my brothers. When we argue, we're arguing professionally. But second of all, I was so ir- it sounded like I was so irate, but it wasn't because of the subject matter. You guys know, but the listeners don't know that I was having horrible, horrible technical issues. Uh-huh. My Skype, my, I kept freezing up. I kept my, my everything was crashing. My internet was, I was visiting my parents in the middle of the woods. My internet was horrible. It was driving me out of my mind. So Jake couldn't, everybody was having a hard time hearing me. And so he kept interrupting when I was in the middle of, you know, of, I, you know, whatever I had written down and prepared to say. And it was happening over and over and over and i it was just off it was (laughs) it was really really (laughs) challenging so it made it sound like i was extra angry and passionate about led zeppelin and when in fact i'm really not um you know i was pissed but yeah um Mm. and then um i've listened to just yesterday while I was driving, I listened to the I Want My MTV episode. And that one was so Great much episode. fun. Yes. That was so oh, yeah. much fun. Um, we're definitely going to have to do like a part two of that. Because we had so many... It was such a fucking rabbit hole. It was such a difficult episode to prepare for. Because, a, lot of, a lot of
2: information. You know, oh, a, lot of, God. a long timeline.
0: Long, and there were so many... We could have gone with all of their segmented shows, you know, like we talked about, like they had had Headbangers Ball and, you know, MTV Raps, and we could have just gone on that. We could have talked about their reality shows. We could have talked about the fucking cartoons that they spun. We could have, ugh, it was, but that was really, really super fun. I enjoyed that. Um, And then uh, um, the girl takeover was... (laughs) Was definitely one of my favorite episodes,
2: probably um, the most creative thing we've done.
0: Absolutely, as far as
2: you know, social media and stuff like that.
0: I have to say, so good. Um,
3: Oh,
2: my god, you yeah.
0: and Ed definitely <laughs> take the cake. Matt, you probably win hands down. What you guys did was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, that was so much fun preparing for that. I don't moment. want to talk about it. <laughs> that was so trigger. Good. trigger, trigger, trigger. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that your kidnappers didn't harm any of you. It's very important. <laughs> so, so those are just just the rundown of my favorites. My favorite yeah. wow. memories.
2: Well, I definitely agree with you on Slayer. Going back toward <laughs> the beginning. Because I know there were some individual arguments in there with Metallica and Led Zeppelin, but I think that the Slayer episodes, there were—I don't think there was ever such a divide between two of us and then two of us, totally. as far as <laughs> loving it and then hating it. And it's just—it was like it was good com—it was natural good comedy, and it was just the funniest thing. And still, my favorite line ever in any episode, and Ed <laughs> dropped it. And it's just so funny. He's he says I'm not all into that satanic acutramol
0: Yes. I almost pissed myself. I literally was like, but he, was I like I'm gonna-
2: he was like semi serious, semi kidding. He was like shuffling <laughs> papers and like accoutrement. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he kind of church lated it a little bit, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you enjoy devil music, that all sounds the same. <laughs> Slayer like is your jam. Before? You know, and at the end of this, I just needed to listen to some Striper as a chaser and to restore some balance to the Force. <laughs> um, oh, God. So definitely that,
2: obviously... You know, the Metallica stuff, which is the, the foundation of this whole thing we have here. Um, the Zeppelin, for me on a personal level, Beastie Boys was a great episode. Um, it touched a nerve on many. I shouldn't say it touched a nerve. I mean, it touched it touched my heart in a few different ways, as which mm-hmm. we discussed on the episode. As unfortunate as, as it is, doing Aretha Franklin episode was freaking cool. It's not something that we would do Mm -hmm. in our normal schedule. Things happen and things need to be addressed sometimes. And I think the fact we dedicated a whole episode to her and we dug into, you know, a part of music history that maybe doesn't get the credit it deserves. And certainly most of our listeners don't know about it. Uh, The fact that we could delve into that was very cool as well.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I freaking love the... uh, my, my The words are escaping me now. The ultimate band, the... the <laughs> Whatever what, what we just did.
0: When we the, best a, the best of yes, episode. Yes, the super group. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. when we, yeah. we did the super group, yeah. I thought it was cool. Uh, we turned it into something very interesting, uh, which stemmed from something that we all don't find that interesting, and we made it something yeah. interesting. Uh, you know I, what's cool about cool.
0: that is that I actually... I don't know about you guys, but... When i I did that's probably the most hardcore research I've ever done for oh, the show, yeah,
1: and by I far. learned
0: so much about music theory that I didn't know I can't read music I can't you know I know nothing about music theory. Um, I learned so much about music theory because for me, it was really important to break down scientifically why I feel they are best or better than most. And then you know, I try to do it in different categories, like emotionally, scientifically, and and historically. And so, like, it started with singers and finding out that in fact, it wasn't um, Freddie Mercury that had the perfect voice. Scientifically, it was Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell. Yep. And you would think it would be the opposite, you know that that when they measured them scientifically, you know. And I I I found all of that so fascinating. I learned so much from researching uh the, that those episodes and I, I and I love the band that we came up with, so I totally oh, agree yeah. with you Matt. Totally.
2: And uh you. and also to you know to put a bow on this is I, I would say that, you know, any time that we had the three of us guys was it was different. It was fun. Uh you know, we got to, you know, talk about some bands that we all enjoy. No offense, Sailor. <laughs> That but, you know hate. that you hate I mean guns N' roses chili Peppers lame of God um mm-hmm. you know and it was just a good time and I think I think we Pink Floyd part two may have just been the three of us also uh which was kind of cool because I think I was on the outside of that and you guys were on one side and I was on the other side so it was kind of different to be the one outlier I don't think I have been I think that was the only episode mm-hmm. I may have been so that was kind of interesting as well but uh
3: so many great memories. Well, not, let's not forget about our favorite sponsor.
0: <laughs> well, Torben and I mean, his ball cream. I was going to talk about that.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, you know, it's... it's.
1: So, it, it, it will come to no surprise for anybody that's listened to these episodes before that uh, Sailor and I often butt
0: heads. Uh, it's amazing that uh, yeah, I think it was Jake that ended up Knowing Torben Ulrich, and I uh, was able to get him on the show and to be a sponsor of the show early on. Uh, it's very interesting. Who is Lars' um,
2: father? For those that don't know, just yeah, Lars. Yes, yeah. and, and we've, had <laughs> Oz-
0: okay. we've had Ozzy on the show.
3: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That was also a nice treat having Ozzy, and we had Dave Mustaine <laughs> so for a right. short period there too. Very yeah, short true.
0: too. Yes. <laughs> um, I I think that the fun one of the funniest things is that my ex-husband texted me and he's like, Is that really Ozzy? And I was like, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? He's like, well, I don't know if it, like how accessible people like, like. He has no idea how accessible <laughs> people are or aren't, which fair enough, you know. And I'm like, sure. Well, first of all, I'm like, I'm flattered that you think that I we could might be
2: able to get Ozzy Ozzy
0: Osbourne on my fucking stupid little podcast. But third of all, I'm like, you really thought it sounded like him? He's like, he's he sounds like he's drunk all the time. Absolutely, I was just like, oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs>
2: That's a great compliment. Good job. Better than I thought.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, crap. Yeah. So.
3: And then when your wife comes downstairs after
0: you've been broadcasting.
3: Till like two, one in the morning or two in the <laughs> morning.
2: Oh, in that the never months. made the light of day, though.
0: <laughs> oh no! Oh my gosh! Shit, that was so good. Yeah, Matt falling out of his chair. Your wife coming down and busting you, and then Jake and I kept skyping for some reason, and I fell asleep snoring. <laughs> he was just like, "Okay, I guess I'm going to bed." Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, those were the days.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah, well, it was really fun doing this little retrospective. Looking back, I'm really excited about this month um, and, you know, all of the fun things that we've got lined up, and I'm really excited for 2019. We have some really fun things planned, and um, I'm just really grateful that I get to do this with you guys because I absolutely love it, and I'm super grateful that somebody wants to listen to it and keeps us going.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Well, that was super awesome. Ed, over to you.
3: Okay. And, as always, I just want to give all of our listeners a huge thanks and say, if you enjoyed this show, please tune in next week for another episode of the Metal Rock and Whiskey Podcast. But until that time, does anyone have anything they'd like to bring up? Something they've been listening to or watching, perhaps?
0: Yes. I've okay, been sailor. I've been uh listening to a podcast called the History Chicks. Freaking awesome podcast. Um they talk mostly about women in history and they do it in such a they're they're they both sound like they come from academia. I don't know if they do or not. Um they're very intelligent, um, and very knowledgeable, but they're so relaxed about it and make it so interesting and palatable. It's almost like you're watching a you know, a, a TV drama or something. And it's, it's, they focus on, you know, Marie Curie and, um, you know, all of these amazing women throughout history. Uh, and I've just been obsessed with it. I think I've, I've binged it and listened to almost every episode. So, so good. Um, and I haven't been listening to a lot of music lately, because I've just been so focused on, Um, preparing for this month of all the retrospective and anniversary that I've been listening to us way too much. (laughs) Sound of my own voice. (laughs) All
3: right. How about you, Matt?
2: Well, I will tell you something that I will be listening to uh, this evening, actually, premiered the episode of Lars's podcast, It's Electric. He is interviewing Joan Jett. So I am very much looking forward to that. Uh, There's... uh, Over the weekend, they posted about a nine-minute clip uh, of the interview, and I'm really interested because I, I, I personally don't know a ton about her, mm. uh, and you know she talks about everything from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to her relationship with Lita Ford and playing with the surviving members of Nirvana, and they hit all the buttons and talk about touring and, and all that stuff, so I'm very much looking forward to that um, and learning a little bit about her. And I'm sure we're going to be talking about her in a future episode.
0: We are, I'm sure. and yes. I believe her movie is out already. Is it? Is it, am I correct?
2: I believe so. Yeah, they touched yeah. on that as oh, well. Yeah. Okay. So cool. there was
0: the Runaways movie, which I will say this about. A few years it. back, yeah. If you so, if you don't understand women's place in punk rock, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it punk rock. Okay. Um because I don't want to use too broad of a term, rock, because that inc- could include people like Wanda Jackson, Rockabilly, all of that. But let's just say punk rock, um, where women were not quite welcome um, in that form of music yet. It's a good movie in that perspective, but it's stupid Hollywoodized.
1: Of course. I don't know how mm-hmm. else to
0: say it. Um, I don't like who they chose to play. Um any of the characters to be completely honest. Um, it was very heavily focused on Joan Jett, even though it was a movie about the runaways, Lita Ford was pretty much just a non entity in the movie, which was fucking bizarre. It's so, so bizarre. Um, they focused too much on the fact that Joan Jett was a lesbian who gives a fuck. Um, they, they went into a little bit about how it was difficult for them as musicians. They weren't taken seriously. They were very young girls at the time. Um, So, you know, for historical perspective, it's like an okay skeleton, but I have a feeling that Joan Jett's movie is going to be far superior in giving you uh, a perspective of what it was like for women in rock and roll back then.
2: Oh, absolutely. And Um, and speaking of um, rock biopics... uh, quick congratulations to the actor that played freddie mercury because he just won the golden globe last night
0: yes for, you're right uh, oh,
2: best actor should have put uh, that in the
0: news remy yep.
2: malik is his name yeah yes. so Bring superb it. superb job
3: well deserved absolutely absolutely
2: yeah.
0: yes
3: that was the one where i you know they announced who was gonna play freddie mercury and i went into it thinking oh my gosh i don't know about this but after watching the movie it's like oh god he did he did him justice he did it so well so yes, it was
0: good.
3: yes, yeah, agreed. All right, as for myself, um, I've been going back and I've been re watching a series that I watched a while ago. I discovered freaking hilarious. Um, have you guys ever heard it's a British um Uh-oh. comedy called The In Betweeners?
0: Oh, yes, yes, oh, yes, so, so
3: hilarious. So the thing cool. is, if you like the best. Analogy I could come up with is American Pie, like movie. Yeah. It's basically American Pie in half-hour episode episodic form. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes,
3: and the stuff they do on the mm-hmm. show, I don't know how they got away with a lot of it. If you're easily offended, this is not a show for you, but it is freaking hilarious.
0: Well, the Brits and the Europeans do a way better job of comedy than we do. We do. Because they're just a lot more relaxed, too. They're not as puritanical as we are, so they can yeah. get away with a lot of that stuff, indeed. Yep.
3: But, yeah. Good but recommendation. I'm, I'm going through that again. It's in. Yes. It's so funny.
0: You know what's funny that makes me think of Ed? I recently... <laughs> So, remember when we made the Instagram account for Mrs. Slocum's Pussy? Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. So, every once in a while. Another huge
2: highlight. I
0: totally forget. I I totally forget about it. And then, all of a sudden, I'll get a notification. Someone liked your picture. I'm like, who the fuck is going (laughs) to like this? And people will comment on it like, I love your feed what Uh. (laughs) What are you talking about it's a parody feed you idiot and it'll be like a flirty message from a guy i'm like it's an old lady (laughs) it's only pictures of this old lady come on
3: (laughs) that reminds me an episode of the in betweeners
0: (laughs) see it's all connected (laughs) oh god matt get us out of here all right (laughs) i'll
2: get you out of here
1: Trapus, my keep till the end.
2: so to all of our listeners our fellow metal rock and whiskey obsessors we value your opinions and your feedback find us on instagram at metal rock whiskey send us your love your likes please share your thoughts reviews questions suggestions concerns and comments about the show and I want to say on behalf of myself and all of you guys, thank you. We've been here a year. Uh, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys listening to us. So I want to thank all of the listeners for staying with us. Those from all the way at the beginning to the newest ones that are listening to this episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Continue to listen, please. Uh, we do this for you. So you can follow us individually on
3: Instagram. Yours truly, at the Whiskey Obsessor. That is Whiskey Save the E. Ed? They can find me on Instagram at Bourbon Geek. Sailor?
0: You can find Jake as Bourbon Spartan on Instagram, and you can find me as Sailor Retro. And just a few quick shout outs, although we've mentioned them on the show, I just want to say again that I reiterate what Matt says. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of the listeners. I put a lot of time and effort and hard work into the show, as do my co hosts. Um, This was a dream of mine to do one day, and I feel so lucky that every week I get to sit down and talk about two of my favorite things, you know, hard music and whiskey. It's just, it's an absolute pleasure to do this, and I am always so incredibly humbled and appreciative when I look at our stats, at how many people are listening, and people reach out to me. Thank you so much. Please keep reaching out. I love to hear your comments. Um, and thank you to everyone who helped us get going and get rolling this year. Thank you to the drinking darlings. Yeah. I love you all so much. Thank you to the wives of my guys. Um, <laughs> the, we are Mrs. Bourbon Spartan, Mrs. Whiskey Obsessor, Mrs. Bourbon Geek. Thank you so much um, for the support that you have given us. Um, and Thank you to the girls on um, Pretty Good for a Girl. Thank you so much to Jenny. Um, thank you to Kayla and thank you to Carolyn. I love you all and appreciate you and your hard work. Um, when Particles Collide, thank you for letting us use your music. Um, and also the same to Penny Morals. Thank you so much. Um, and just, yeah. Everybody who listens, everybody who's helped out, all the guests we've had on, all the people who follow us on Instagram, all the people that continue to listen and download, thank you so much. And um, also, I've got another thank you at the end of the show. But first, I'm just going to say, as Jake would say, this was a lot of fun, guys. Hope you all enjoyed it as much as we did. But now my glass is empty and it's time to go. Be sure to tip your waitress we're out. And I would normally say, fuck you, Lars. But I actually want to say, thank you, Lars. Thank you for helping to create a band that helped me create this podcast.
3: Thanks, everyone. Thank you. (laughs) You're not making my job any easier, Jake.
1: (laughs) Going off the rails with the whiskey train.
0: <laughs> Stop it. Dummy.
1: Okay.
0: Every time I say, fuck you, Lars, a Canadian Stonehenge midget cries.
3: cry. <laughs> <laughs> say, Canadian Stonehenge?
0: He already had his sign made for the truck. Uh-huh. Uh, it's called Mangarita Madness.
3: Mangarita Madness. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like where this is going.
0: So he is going to uh, serve special margaritas out of this truck. Huh. And uh, he's going to put his own twist on them. Whoa, weird. Yeah. They and
3: they're going to try to make the first world's first Jamaican sugarcane vodka. Okay. yeah and um, mm-hmm. so Jake thought he could okay. get in on this action and so he agreed to fly down with with a couple people to for a, a drum pick
0: <laughs> okay
3: so they're gonna taste all the the drums of vodka and decide which one they like best
1: you yeah tell she you? told me that she was uh she was driving up to New Hampshire for uh it, it's a an event sponsored by tinder and it's a furry convention
3: <laughs> really
1: yes you guys have heard of furries it's, you, know, it's yeah, people that, yeah, yeah. you know yeah yeah uh, yeah enjoy dressing up as uh in, in animal costumes in order um for you know erotic pleasure and and yeah you know she, that's what she told me ringo suck what
3: <laughs> Just not top five songwriters. <coughs>
1: uh, Ringo, Ringo, wouldn't even be in the top one hundred best hey, Ringo drum players serviced of
2: all their time. Songs. That's all he needed to do.
0: <laughs> hey guys, how's it going? I cannot believe that we're actually all together again.
1: Yeah, the band is I back am together. Psyched. Yeah, this is a this is, and, awesome. this is a rarity and nowadays. Depend- and and you know what? And the reason why I would uh, connect us. To Led Zeppelin and not the Beatles is that none of us has to feel like Ringo. Hello, hey, that Hello, sounds like
3: Torben. Is there? Hey, oh, is hey, that buddy, Torben? What's going on? Oh, hey guys,
1: hey. guys. Hello, oh, Shela's oh. not here this week. Oh. oh she's she not here. She's in Chicago. Who's? But who's who's going to who's going to wish good wishes to my Sean Laws? If Sayla's not here, who is going to wish Laws the fuku? Well, we thought that. Well, how about you? Here,
2: Would you like to do it? Uh, oh, I, can, I, I
1: can. Yeah.
3: Awesome!
2: I let's, can do let's it. Hear it.
1: Okay, uh, the floor is yours, uh, Torben. Oh, oh. okay, uh, Jake. I not, I not mean to step on your toes, but everybody tipped your waitress because we're out and fuck you, Lars. Fuck you, Lars. Love you, son. Love Later, you. everyone. Sausages <laughs> <Sources> and peppers.
2: <laughs>